Now, days later, he still hadn't told her the truth, though he suspected she had checked up on him, had called the doctor's office herself since their visit. "'I want you back in this office the minute you get home from that trip to the Philippines,' the doctor ordered. Mary Jane seemed to know about that, reminding him just this morning of the fact. She'd remained in the outer waiting room while the doctor gave him the troubling report. "'I don't know any other way of telling you this, Lucian. You are an older man. You, you've had a longer life than most. Men in this advanced state simply don't get much more time. I'm, I'm sorry,' he had said, and then gave an indication of what much more time meant, what to expect. "'What was I supposed to do?' he questioned himself, mind-wandering. "'Walk out of the doctor's office and say to Mary Jane, "'I don't have much time left?' Lucian Parker had been aging, yes, but older? No, not an old man. Old men retired. Old men sat on their porch rockers and whittled. They didn't work. He still worked every day, running the depot, taking people from miles around for rides on the steam locomotive down the line to Redemption Town. The water tower was thirty years his senior. The steam engine had two decades on him, and it still ran. They held up with regular maintenance. So could he, he concluded. If he died, so be it, but he would die on his schedule, his way, working and living life, not on some doctor's timetable. But he would see the doctor when he returned, especially if it made Mary Jane feel better. He would rope the moon for that girl. He had always felt that way. Guessed he always would. Lucian was the switchman on the short-line railroad he had owned for more than fifty years. He could still pull the levers changing the direction of the train to switch from one rail to the other. He had just done so today, although it took considerable effort. Even today, the rails in short-line country weren't automated like the main lines. Being the small country depot owner, engineer, and mechanic on this railway from the farmland of Warm Springs to the Santa Fe main line south meant he knew everyone and everything that moved in and out from these parts. Mostly a switchman, though. He nodded ironically as he contemplated this day. Ah! He laughed out loud as if in dialogue with himself, his granddaughter still on his lap, contented in turning pages. Switchman, now that don't beat all. Ah! He cackled long and loud for anyone to hear. I'll be damned, and yes, I am, he thought. Now that takes on a whole new meaning. Switchman. If he had taken a short and direct line to truth fifty-five years ago, he wouldn't be so worried about the outcome of his trip to the Philippines. But this day had to come. Should have come sooner, he reasoned. His beloved twin brother was there, buried, left behind by war. And he had to make a final visit to find his peace with him, to talk to him, figure out how it all ended like it did, and make amends somehow. Then he'd straighten out this whole fifty-five-year-old secret, his quiet affair, with his precious Mary Jane. His granddaughter had waited, patiently flipping the pages, talking to herself as children do, while his mind had wandered. Grandpa? She nudged him, looking up at him from a wide set of tender and penetrating blue eyes. Grandpa? She pleaded, jostling him awake. Oh, yes, yes, indeed. Eyes like Grandma's, he said, smiling, giving her a tight squeeze and tickle around the middle. Once upon a time, he again began in a reverent whisper, but trailed off as suddenly as the word time issued from his lips.
It was a word playing tricks on him, teasing him, and his secret was like a balloon ready to burst. But then he and Mary Jane were leaving for the airport today, then on to take care of this nagging matter. His tiny granddaughter eagerly went ahead of him, turning the frayed pages of the colorful and well-worn fairy tale picture book he had read to his offspring for five decades. His mind drifted plaintively back, making it hard to focus on the words of the children's story. He knew his inner turmoil, a private hell, would soon end, one way or another. The child impatiently took over in a sweet, high-pitched tone as she made her own story up from its pages, contented and lost in them as a child does when absorbed in so much fantasy. His faculties had abandoned the rocking chair this day and left his granddaughter there to fend for herself. He went back to another time and place during the Great Depression of the 1930s. Was that when it all...